Welcome back to a brand new episode of Conversations with Coley. I am author Nicole Miller of the book series A through Z Guide to Raising a Good Human, a series I'm writing to bridge the gap in communication between parents and children of all ages, tackling all topics, especially those tough subjects. Thank you for joining me and my guests as they share their experience and how they turned it around to improve their lives. For the next hour, spend time listening to our conversation about some of the most arduous situations or moments when all hope felt lost. But instead of giving up, they pushed through. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Coley. Today I'm speaking with digital creator Nicole Kristen. Nicole's story came across my feed and I read the first excerpt and was instantly drawn to her courage. I knew I needed to have a conversation with her. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited about this. Me too. Me too. But first, let's do an icebreaker question. What is your definition of happiness? Ooh, my definition of happiness. Like instantly when I think of that, I feel like instantly the word freedom comes up. So like happiness is like freedom to do what the heck you want to do. No matter if it's like, if it goes against everything you've been taught or, I don't know, yeah, freedom. freedom. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you for that. So tell everybody where you're from and a little bit about yourself pre the story we're talking about. Okay, so I am from a tiny town in Wisconsin. Um, And I mean, I was before this life-altering accident. Um, I was 14 when it happened. So before, previously, I feel like I was like a normal teenager. Friends, like that age, right? Friends are everything. Mm -hmm. And I was heavily into volleyball. Volleyball was my whole entire life. And I would play it 24-7 if my body would have allowed me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I remember that age. How freeing. (laughs) So let's talk about the story that drew me to you. Okay. So um, 14 years old and I was on summer vacation. Um, My dad had a motorcycle and I was, I got up one morning, was sitting on the computer, um, This was back in the days of MSN Messenger. Um, (laughs) So I was, I'm sure that's what I was doing. I'm almost positive. And he came in the house and asked if anybody wanted to go for a motorcycle ride. I had nothing going on that day. So I immediately jumped at the opportunity because why not? And so that's what we did. We hopped on the bike and drove over to a family friend's house. And they ended up not being home when we got there. So naturally, got back on the bike to leave. And um, when we left, we we took a different way. And, you know, I don't even know if we were going home. I still, to this day, have no idea if we were going home or not. Um, But we we were taking a different way when we left than when we came. And I was just like, okay, like, whatever. Um, and we got, I don't know, a few minutes out of their driveway and we're going around a curve and 
we there was loose gravel in the road and we ended up hitting that and ended up in the ditch which ultimately um led me to having a c5 c6 spinal cord injury which means paralyzed from the chest down oh my goodness wow so can you kind of just shed a little light on what that was like for you to realize that you are now paralyzed from the chest down after being that free 14-year-old volleyball optimistic young lady? You know, it's funny because I feel like the realization, I think that my my ignorant 14-year-old mind didn't really realize that becoming paralyzed could be a thing. Like, I th- I think I thought, truly, and this sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth now, but truly, I think that I thought that that was always something that you were born with. Um, wow. And so I don't think it was until I was, oh, geez. So the accident happened. I was transported to our local hospital. And the doctor that would have done my surgery here was, I don't know, he was not here. I don't, I don't know if he was on vacation or where he was. So I ended up being transported um, a couple hours away to a different hospital where I spent 40, 40 or 41 days, I don't know, um, at that hospital. And then I was moved to another hospital for inpatient um, rehab. And I don't think it was until I was moved to the hospital where I did my rehab where I was like, oh, wow, like, this 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 is is real. Yeah. 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 Did you think at first maybe the shock of it all, like, oh, the doctors are lying. I'm not paralyzed from the chest down. I'm going to get better. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't okay. think, I don't think so. But I've always had like this mindset of, of um, like, this isn't a permanent thing. And I, and mm-hmm. to this day, I still do. Like I continually tell and believe that like, it's not, it's not going to be, it's, I know that I needed it. I know I needed the experience. And also like, there's this part of me that's just like, no, it's not going to be temp or it's not going to be permanent. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like, I think that's kind of what keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah. And it is possible. Did you ever see that Netflix special? What is it? 23 steps or 32 steps. The boy that had that injury from football and they told him he would never walk again. And he, he can, it's assisted, but he can. So things, you know, and it, it, and he didn't, he was same as you. Okay. Don't believe it. Mindset didn't give up. And he actually proved the medical field, like, holy crap, mind over matter. So yeah, you never know. You never know. Did you ever at any time after coming home and healing, did you ever experience any depression, any limiting beliefs? Um, nothing that was like diagnosed, but there've always, I mean, there have been times where like I fell into this really dark, like 
why me? Like, why didn't I, why didn't I just die that day? Like that would have been so much easier. Um, but that's like, that's subsided now. Like that's not really a thing for me anymore. That was more at the beginning. Um, I would say the first five, five to eight years ish. I mean, that seems like a long time, but yeah. And when you're living it, that is a long time, but a lot of people go through that when they experience something so traumatic. So suddenly, I mean, your life was turned upside down in a second. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything everything the body the life that I had known was completely taken from me in a matter of seconds yeah yeah so tell everybody what you've been kind of doing since oh my gosh um it's been it's been a wild thing (laughs) um so straight out of high school like I didn't really I never really knew what I wanted to do. Like, I was never one of those people that was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be a teacher when I grow up, or I want to be a nurse, or I want to yada, yada, yada. Um, And so coming out of high school, it was a very weird thing, Um, especially, like, with the limits that my body has um, physically. Because that kind of put a, like, I don't know, like a block, I guess, maybe like a block in my mind of like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to make a life for myself? What am I, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I took just a few general classes, um, college classes, and like doing those, I kind of knew that college wasn't going to be the thing for me. Like I just... Um, and so did those classes and then took a few years off and really started to feel like, and this is, I know now that this is like crazy, like almost, but I think more people feel it than we realize, but there was this feeling of falling behind or failing at life because I was, I don't know, 20 over 20 years old and like I still didn't know what the heck I was doing with my life and (laughs) let's be honest like 20 years old that's it's freaking young um and so eventually I ended up going to school um and getting an associate's degree as a holistic wellness practitioner with certification in hypnotherapy and then I practiced in a spa for like a year as a hypnotherapist and I was just like oh my god this no mm -mm. this like nine to five thing just oh (laughs) yeah I hear you (laughs) um and so I quit that and it's been like it's been wild ever since um started writing started really putting myself more boldly out on social platforms Facebook really specifically is what I'm where I'm active most yeah Um, and then actually let's see in 2021 I did my first speaking engagement and that was that was so much fun it was it was virtual but it was this whole it was a whole high like coming Mm -hmm. off of that and just like letting people in on your heart was just 
oh, it was so much fun. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how do I get more of this in my life? And so a couple weeks later, after giving that talk, um, I ended up waking up in the middle of the night one night with this idea of hosting a women's conference. And so literally that's what I did. I put my focus into that for the next like um, nine-ish months. And that came to fruition this past July. So that was super fun. Um, and yeah, now I've started a book. Um, I write and then I set it down for a while and then I write yeah. again. And so, yeah, it's just, it's kind of still coming together. It sounds. It totally is. Yeah. Yes. But I love it. I was looking at your content and I was like, I was in love. I was like, where did you come from? How'd you get on my feed? But I love that you're here. Stay, stay, stay. <laughs> and I want to buy your book too. <laughs> Tell everybody maybe what you're seeing in the future for advocacy. As far as in regards to like pushing people, pushing people past their limits. Mm. You know what I mean? Ooh, I, okay. So really my heart really lies in like going outside of the norm. I think I mean, if I'm being brutally honest here, I think the way we live as a society as a whole is absolutely bananas. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Like the whole, I mean, if going to school, getting in nine to five, like if that is your thing, by all means, do that. And also... If it's not and you're feeling and you're only feeling the pressure of outside noise of that's what you have to do, that's what you should do, like, ugh, no, stop. <laughs> stop um, jumping in the box. The yes. Box. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, really, I mean, I would love to get on more stages like that. I actually had a, okay, I'm going to sound a little kooky here for a minute. But I was literally sitting on my computer the other day and I had like this, I don't know if you want to call it a vision or what, but like this image came into my mind so randomly. And I have these like really, I wish I had them. I had, I have these really sparkly boots, like they're rhinestones from top to bottom and they're the most beautiful thing. I treasure them. I love them. And I had this vision and I was wearing these boots and I was standing on a stage and it was just like super, it was, it was so energizing. And I just felt like the most powerful badass ever. Like (laughs) it was the coolest thing. So totally more speaking um, on the topic of, like you said, like pushing your limits and doing what truly feels right and good for your soul. Um, yeah, and writing. I love writing when I'm in the flow. So that's all. I love it. Do you ever have anybody that naysays you? Mm. Like that learns your situation and then like gives you the negative? Do you have that? Not anymore because I'm pretty like, when I talk about it, I'm pretty confident and I'm pretty firm in what I say. Um, but 
I would say definitely there used to be, yes. How did you handle that? So I used to be very, I mean, I'm still like, I would, oh gosh, I'm still a pretty like quiet, observant person. But if I feel strongly about something, like I'm going to speak up, you're going to know my opinion. Like, that's just how it is. Um, But that used to not be me. Like, I would just sit back and I would take it and that's, that's what it was. And so I would handle the naysayers the same way, like let them say what they had to say. And honestly, I feel like I did internalize it a lot. Um, Whereas now I'm just like, okay, like that's their opinion. It doesn't have to be mine. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love that because I feel that a lot of people's journeys are stunted by that. You know, when you're, when you're going down the path that we're going down, the creative path, the path less traveled, the not nine to five, not what we were programmed to do. You get a lot of people along the way that are like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stepping outside of the norm and yeah. Oh, It feels so suffocating. And I just, I felt that for so long. I felt suffocated for so long in my own body, in my own life. Like, oh, and it's not to say like doing something on your own, doing things outside of the norm. Like, that's also not easy. Like, it's been hard. There have been times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should go back to, you know, school or getting a 95 or whatever it might be. Like there have definitely been those times. Same, same. Like literally in June, snot crying, think I was thinking I was going to be living in my car, had to get an, I had to get a two to seven job, but okay. it was only a two to seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's not crying thinking, oh my God, I'm I'm going down. And you yeah. have those moments because that's life. I mean, we're not going to be afforded no problems in this world. That's just right. not going to happen. Not right. with all the different minds that, you know, are in it. But a lot of people have those limiting well, if you're not in the box, you know, you're mentally ill or crazy or, you know, whatever. I don't know what people think. <laughs> I can only assume it's those. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Even, like, I think sometimes, you know, like, even my family, like, I think they think I'm a little bit nuts. And, like, I think they're nuts for wanting <laughs> to stay in the box. So, Yes. Yes. Let's speak about family a little bit. So can you share with us a little bit of what you've heard from your family as far as them looking at you like, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, You know, it's not really that they've ever said anything, but like I'm a feeling person. And so like, I can feel the weirdness. Like you're not going to be weird and expect me not to feel it because I'm feeling it. Um, so yeah, nothing has ever really truly been like verbalized. Yes. Yeah, but it's right. been- yeah. So how do you handle that? You just kind of meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it is what it is. Like you're not going to change my mind. So. <laughs> I you love can be weird it. all you want. Yes, I love your sass. 
<laughs> yeah, the vital part of Nicole. So <laughs> I think it's a Nicole thing because I'm a Nicole. Baby. I'm a Nicole, and I kind of do the same thing. I know what people are thinking. I know what they're saying behind my back, and I just come in going, "Hey, <laughs> they know my financial situation when it's on a low, and they may not know when it's on a high." So yeah. you know, I mean, because that's this that's this whole journey, really is when you want to get up on a stage and share yourself and when you want to make a program to change other people's mindset the the box people are looking at you like yeah yeah yeah. you know it's funny like getting into one-on-one coaching and creating courses and whatnot has also been a thing that's been on my mind and that's like even a little bit scary to put out there on like social media to market myself right because a lot I mean I shouldn't say a lot because I mean my following has grown but I feel like a lot of people who see my content are in that box like they don't they don't get it that there's more out there that there's things you can do things you can create beyond said box and I don't know if that makes sense coming out of my mouth, but in absolute my mind. sense to me, absolute sense to me. We're soul sisters. One hundred percent makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I. So it's been a little bit, a little bit weird, like trying to figure that out and also put it out there for the world to see. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna get those people that tell you, eh, 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 you know. TikTok's no- notorious for that. TikTok is great because it they have a, people who are loyal to you are loyal there, but people who are mean to you are mean. And so it's all in how we process it. Yeah. yeah. It's all in how we process it. So how do people find what Nicole is up to and where is this journey taking you? So I would say the best place to find me right now would be on Facebook. Um, just on my personal profile, you can follow me, Nicole Kristen, N-I-C-O-L-E-K-R-I-S-T-A-N. Um, and as far as where we're going, well, I don't even have a definite answer for that. So I know. I love you so much. You know why? Because people go, what are you doing with all this stuff you're doing? Because it's a hodgepodge of bullshit. It started out as a cleaning company. It has evolved into classes. It's evolved into a podcast. It's evolved into some books coming out of it. People are like, what the blank are you doing? (laughs) Do you make money doing that? Well, not yet, but I can tell you, I can tell you the projected maybe time that I might make a little money if somebody buys an idea. Right? Right? Oh my god. Like, I feel that. You feel that. Oh, you're so encouraging to me right now. You have no idea because I do weigh. I wake up every day and I'm like, what am I doing? But really. I know. I feel I feel that so often, but then like at the end of the day, I'm like, I gotta keep my vision in mind, right? Like getting more people on my crazy train of this outside the boxness and Also, keeping in mind, like, I've never really said this out loud a whole lot, but I desire, like, this big, juicy, like, luxurious life, and I'll be damned if I exit this earth without having it. Like, I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) Girl, it's a Nicole thing. It is. (laughs) I feel you. I so feel you. And on this journey, when I want to give up, I find someone like you. 
who is talking my language and is doing the same thing and Um, isn't letting jack shit stop her yeah the support the people you surround your with surround yourself with are so crucial like yes that can either make you or break you truly 100 percent, 100 percent. and for people that may not know what that means can you maybe give your insight of what that means the people you surround yourself with make you or break you yeah so i mean i have for an example like i have an entire online like truly the people that get me are all of my online people. Like I have not met most of these people in person, which absolutely blows my mind. Um, And I I love my family. I love my friends and they don't get me as deeply as these people do. So like, yes, don't like shove everyone out of your life. (laughs) That's, That's not what I'm saying here. But also find the people that like, truly get you on a deeper level than just like the surface level crap um I mean like like you and I just discussed you know like the the content and the courses and all the things you want to put out there and also people not getting it like you and I get that it's a deeper it's a deeper thing um so yeah find the people who get you deeply Yes. Yes, absolutely. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with us? Mm, I would say seriously to let your let your freaking magic shine, to let your soul shine, like remove the layers of expectations um and truly do <clears throat> what feels good for you because that is what that's what you're here for like the you're not here to just pay the bills and go to work and do all this pay your taxes yeah yeah like truly do what feels good for you there's more to this life than that yes and it and when you free yourself from that you get rid of the icky you get rid of all that and i'm going to tell you the listeners can't see it but yours is shining through in your smile, in your eyes, in your glowing skin. You are a light on this earth and I cannot wait to see where else you are headed. I'm following everything. I want the book. I want all of it. And I'm going to share it, share it, share it. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and say follow Nicole Kristen. Um, If nothing else, follow the fact that it doesn't take millions of dollars. It doesn't take what we put in our minds to make your way in this world. It just takes a little bit of perseverance and a little bit of heart. Thank you for being that person. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you. And thank you for being here. Absolutely. This is so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for spending time listening to our conversation. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe, like, and share so we can reach more listeners with our powerful messages. And stay tuned to hear about our affiliates and recommendations. They change from episode to episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast and all our other podcasts on YouTube and Spotify. I would like to also shout out a couple of apps that have helped me 
and a couple of products that have helped me in my podcast journey. FUD. What the FUD is FUD? The FUD app is an app that connects you to those who need your business. There is something for everyone. Side hustles? Check. Coaching opportunities? Check. Audience? Check. They have what you want and what you need within one place and they support you and your hustle. Or shall I say, fussle. Debbie. Let me teach you how to Debbie. Debbie is a natural energy booster. They also make a hydration powder and they give you free gifts. Share this episode back to me at coleyscleaners at gmail.com and I will give you a savings promo code. Are you a coach, a teacher, an educator, and you have wisdom that you'd like to share to others that you may not find on the platforms you're currently on? Follow me and this podcast on the Wisdom app.